So let, let's just say like Apollo is going to release something new or create something new. How does the DevX squad, uh, team, like how are they integrated into that process? Are the engineers themselves required to write docs or is it like a partnership between the two teams? Like how does that run? So we like to get involved as early as possible. And so where we found the most success is when developer experience is partnering with engineering to develop the features side by side. So we could be reviewing design docs, like providing feedback on the shape of the API and the ergonomics of the API. We also like to kind of have a doc strategy in place first. One of the things that we really pride ourselves on is that everything that we release, whether it's alpha or beta or a major version is completely documented so developers know how to use it. And so we have folks on my team who are specialists in docs. However, they, you know, not exactly write the docs for the engineers, but they empower them to write better documentation. So they'll sit with them to figure out like, okay, what should the information architecture look like? How should we structure this page? Then engineering will come in and kind of like fill in the details and we'll work collaboratively with them and test out the docs to make sure that the steps all make sense. So it's really a collaborative process from start to finish. And I think, you know, maybe I'm biased, but I think that's why Apollo's tools do have such a great developer experience because it is baked into how we do product and engineering here. That's super fascinating to hear. And I'm glad to hear it's working well. Obviously, people tend to love Apollo's tools. So you're definitely doing something right. <laughs> for For those listeners that might not have spent as much time in the graphical community, although I will say that this would be very difficult, that might have missed Apollo so far. Maybe give us a little bit of an overview over the myriad of things that you all do in the graphical community and also products you might have or, or other offerings so that everyone knows exactly what you all do? Yeah, so Apollo is a platform for building a graph. And we see the graph as a new layer of the stack that fits between the UI and the service layers. And it brings all of your data and your services and your capabilities together into one consistent and discoverable place that anyone can access with the GraphQL query. So the way we help developers do that is by several of our tools. Obviously, we have Apollo Client for web, iOS, and Kotlin, and that helps developers connect their clients to the graph. We have Apollo Server, which is our open source JavaScript implementation of a GraphQL server to help developers get up and running with the graph quickly. We have Apollo Studio, and that's our SaaS offering. We have an IDE in the cloud called Explorer that helps developers write queries really quickly, save their work, and share it with their team. And then tying that all together, we have Federation. And so Federation is kind of the secret sauce behind the graph because it allows you to write your graph in separate modules and then compose them together into one single unified place that anyone can access with the GraphQL query. And so Federation is, you know, an open implementation. It works with Apollo Server, but also a number of different languages. We recently introduced a push to incorporate 12 different languages for Federation support, including Kotlin and Ruby and Python. So it's been really incredible to kind of see the, the Federation community grow and to see uh, developers really rally around the idea of creating a graph. So many products. Yeah, it's fascinating because 
we, we meet with a lot of companies here at Graph City and that also use GraphQL. Definitely not as many as you do probably at Apollo, but quite a few. And a lot of the bigger companies are heavily relying on federation. I would actually say most large companies that have multiple teams are using federation nowadays, at least the ones that we talk to. And that's been really fascinating to see. And I, I think you've clearly hit a mark, right? There, there clearly was a problem there that you're solving really, really well. And from what we've heard at CrashCDN, people are very happy with federation and, and how it works. Yeah, I think it really solves a, a need for developers, right? Like before federation, we had either, you know, a GraphQL monolith. And I think that's a perfectly fine way to get started, but obviously requires a lot of like special tooling to, to do it correctly, especially at like GitHub scale, for example. And so, you know, eventually over time, like that monolith can become a bottleneck with many teams like making changes to the graph. Then I think we kind of saw the rise of like multiple disconnected graphs like spinning up in a company, right? And, um, you know, I think that is maybe an okay way to like get more client teams onboarded. But when you have like those separate back end for front ends, then you just have like the point to point connections that we used to have with REST and you're not like getting the most that you could out of GraphQL. And so Federation is awesome because it allows you to write your schema code in those separate modules and then compose them together. So it's one you know, unified graph for the client to query, but it's made up of those separate modules. So teams can like, you know, ship code independently. They don't have to worry about like breaking changes. And it's just like, a, you know, a really excellent way to build like decoupled GraphQL microservices that are flexible and, and stable and resilient. Federations come a long way, you know, from back when this podcast was airing, schema stitching was the way to do this GraphQL one graph type of deal. And now you have actual thought and kind of a lot of care put into this federation concept. Often the people I talk to who are implementing GraphQL at enterprises, large teams, they don't understand that a user is a user is a user. You know, it's more like whether you're different teams, the, the, the schema for the product is still the same, whether you're on team A or team B. Then they get kind of tripped up by everyone has their own GraphQL server with the implementation of the same type that everyone else has, and you get into this weird problem. So federation, is, it's like a you know, home run 